it's the next level. Right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. Panels to Pixels Shazam Movie Review. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And we're going to be talking about the new Shazam movie. Yeah. We, we got to see finally it dropped and I went yesterday after work. So today is Saturday and we're actually podcasting on a Saturday in true time. Yeah, I went I went yesterday afternoon as well and, and, uh, and got to see it and jotted down some notes and stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, I really love this show. So we have a... We have a segment now that we're going to do what we liked or loved about the actual movie. So what did you like or loved? The very first thing I like is just I enjoyed it. I, I have to say I, I did love it. I don't know. It's hard for me to to because Captain Marvel was so good. And I'm suddenly that has created the benchmark in me for everything. Like, so I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm in love with it, that it was it was amazing it was good it was enjoyable um i i really liked it i don't have a lot of negative to say about it but i do like the fact that we've not we've really not had that superhero who doesn't understand his powers we haven't had that in a while we haven't had you know we had if you watch smallville you got to see a little bit of that and that was kind of a, a running theme through all whatever 12 or 13 seasons of smallville was him you know kind of discovering his his powers and getting to see Zachary Levi. I don't think I've seen him except for Chuck. And he did a part in the psych movie. Other than that, I really haven't seen him do much. And so it was really nice to get to see him act like a 15 year old boy in this grown up man's body. It was really funny. Oh yeah, definitely. This was definitely a comedic film, but uh, what I really loved about this movie is for, how innocent it was the way you know the way it was created for a family to pretty much watch even though it was pg-13 it was really meant for the whole family and the way that zachary levi played the innocent kid in a grown man's body it just spoke words to me of the movie big with tom hanks and how in the movie big he he's this little kid that gets turned into an adult because he wished on something which was Pretty much, if you think about it, it's all about magic, just like Shazam is. And in the movie, he's creating, you know, stuff for toys for kids and stuff like that as an adult, even though he's a kid deep down inside in this big, huge body. And he is creating a comic book, like a like a computerized comic book, Choose Your Own Path. And it was uh, something about the wizard and everything. It just reminded me of that and all the little hijinks that went on it. And it was really cool. Plus, seeing Cooper Anderson in it. Cooper uh, Andrews. Yes. Cooper Andrews. There you yeah. go. I always get his name wrong. Yeah. As soon as <laughs> as soon as I saw his name in the credits, I was like, I didn't know he was in this. And so it was really exciting. Uh, or as soon as we saw him, I can't remember which was first, if his, if his, his name showed up or if he... He showed up first, but whatever it was, when, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I can't believe he's in this in this movie. The, the only point I'm going to disagree with you on a, a little bit, and it's not huge, yeah. and 
maybe it shows that there's a shift in society with the family. Because to me, this is not a movie. Like, I would not recommend this movie for, like, little kids. No, like, not oh, not very little kids. Yeah, but, you know, like, kids who are coming of that age, I would say. Yeah, you know, if they're if they're teenagers, if they're 12, 13-ish, they're getting in that, that teenager realm, I, I could recommend it because I think it'd be okay. I think PG-13 was the, was the right rating for this. When I was watching it, I thought it was rated PG. Same and here. So it, it really surprised me with all the, and I've got this later in my notes especially, but we can talk about it right now, is the dark moments. I mean, it starts dark man i mean with that when that uh, car accident happens you don't know if the dad is alive or dead you know you in it just like as soon as that happened i was like oh my goodness and then when he goes into the boardroom and he throws the brother out the window oh that was extreme i i was like wow this went a little further is this pg or pg-13 yeah (laughs) i I didn't realize it yeah i think i gasped in the in the movie theater when he did that because i was like wait a minute did he just throw his brother out the window yeah. You know, and then, uh, and then as he, and then you see all the shadows on the wall as they're attacking the other board members. Uh, they're that whole that whole scene of them attacking the board members, eating the guy's head, and yeah. then at the end he gives his dad to greed. You know, I was like, is this this is not a kids movie? Like I, I like I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna come back again. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. It's not a kids movie though. No, this no, is, no. But I, I would you know, say, I would say it's like. A family, but an older, you know, okay. generation I, of family, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you've got, like I said, if you've got teenagers uh, who are, or, I mean, it, like, it is, there's a bit of a societal change, because we know we've got, we've got people we know in the group who, like, their eight and nine-year-olds have watched The Walking Dead or watched some of this stuff. You know, maybe it would be okay for, for them. I just, I just really would recommend it. I would not uh, take a little kid to this movie. I think you've got some nightmare fodder in there. Oh and, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, so, but you know, other than that, it was very enjoyable. I, I really liked it. I will, I'm going to kind of go backwards in moments that I, that I liked or, or that was uh, interesting to me or confused me in the, mo- in the movie. Cause that part at the end with envy, it confused me a little bit because at first, you know, he's got envy on top of him and he says Shazam and the lightning bolt happens and envy disappears you know and then he says shazam again and he goes and he rescues the doctor and then he goes back to the carnival Mm -hmm. to be with his family and you see envy reappear on the roof briefly and when that happened i thought that meant that envy was now apart from everything and so when when all the the demons got sucked back into the sphere i kept wondering well did envy get sucked in there because maybe he was far enough away or whatever, but of course, at the end, I, I tried to count. There was a very quick uh, shot of the sh- of the statues, but I did count, and it did look like there were seven statues. Oh, they were there, there. yeah. You know, so 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 he he ended up back in the sphere. It's just that part confused me a little bit when I when I saw Envy kind of reappear there on the roof. Yeah, that was a little bit strange, but I'm pretty sure once this comes out or goes to streaming and people are picking it apart. They'll probably have the same thing going on. Yeah, too. And, and I don't like. I said I'm not. I'm not making a, a, a huge criticism nah. of it with the movie, but it just was. It was a confusing part to me. Like I said before, I I like the whole family thought throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that was like that was a good feeling to me. But the best part of it for me was like I, I love the gags in the movie. Const- mm-hmm. it, this, this was constantly funny. Him figuring out his powers with his brother Freddy or his yeah. uh, his uh, foster brother. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's putting through all these tasks. Here, yeah. are you fireproof? <laughs> he's yeah, like, that was great. <laughs> yeah, the little notes to the to the scene, secret fire test, you know. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, it was really nice. That, that was a really good bonding kind of montage there that we got to see of them, you know, testing out his powers and seeing what... Uh, what was uh, really uh, what he could do, what he couldn't do, and, and he kept going laser eyes, and he couldn't get the laser eyes to nope. work. You know, yeah, then, but he, he faked it with the yeah, he finger. faked it. He puts his hand up to his up to his head. Yeah, it was it was great. And uh, I, the only thing I, I'm not, and I, I'm going to start out. I'm starting out with two negatives here. <laughs> um, but again, I, I I really I was a little the uh, the whole thing, and I hope they find a way to change this because the whole thing of a lightning bolt producing every time he changes that seems a little problematic to me uh, yeah it's like a red flag it's like oh he's coming yeah, yeah exactly exactly or you know who's that is, kid yeah exactly wait there's a kid there there was you know there's a there was shazam here and now there's a kid here or there's a kid here and now there's shazam it seems it would get pretty obvious pretty quick if he didn't do that like when he did it in the carnival and i was really trying to pay attention when he did it in the carnival that people the doctor, well, yeah, and the doctor looked up because he when when he said Shazam and the lightning bolt went up, the doctor looked up, and then when uh. he looked down, of course, he was gone, and we see Billy running through the crowd. So at that moment, you know, it was kind of like the magician distracting people. Everybody was looking at the lightning bolt, so nobody was looking at the little kid. And I, I think that's a great that that works for a while, but yeah. eventually, if somebody's trying to figure out like what his secret identity is, they're going to figure that out pretty quick. You know, oh and yeah, gonna, definitely. And, and they're gonna find some way to to try to figure out who he is. Well, the or, doctor did in the one scene when Freddie was looking right. for him in the mall, and he realized who. Oh, this kid yeah. knows him, and he it's a kid. Right, right. So. And then he followed. Right, he saw he saw the he saw the TV screen. He saw the kid. He saw the cripple. He saw Freddie. And so he followed. Yeah, yeah. And he so, figured out when they were arguing, yes. just like the siblings did, the the foster siblings. Yeah, and, and it's so, like, wait, isn't that how Billy and Freddie fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And so end. that's one of those things that that if there, when there is a sequel, I'm assuming there's going to be a sequel that they have to figure out or, or kind of clear up is is that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely sequel worthy, I think, mm-hmm. because it made a lot of money within a day and a half. Did it, I haven't I haven't yeah, I haven't looked at the numbers yet. So that's, oh, that's the numbers cool. were like ridiculous in this thing. This is really good. Yeah, because it I think it had to do with the kind of like Aquaman. There was a lot of comedic styles in it, as we remember. But the mm-hmm. visuals were really cool in that movie. But in this case, it was a little bit more comedic with a little bit of dark overtones here and there. Yeah, scattered yeah. around. But yeah. especially with the adult tones, now we know why it's PG-13. <laughs> I, I thought that was so funny with how it was so humorful with it, getting the beer and and not liking it. And then they go back in and like, you know. Yeah, that was great. I love that scene because, you know, we see the scene in, in the trailer. And that was one of those things that I love about what they did with this movie. And they're starting to – movie – are, are, movies are starting to figure this out. They're not putting everything in the trailer because that is something that I was really glad we didn't see in the trailer. Yeah. We didn't see them spitting the beer out. We didn't see them going back and getting the snacks, you know, and, and I thought that was really a great way to show us. We see him ordering the beer, you know, and then in the trailer, but the, let's, I, I'm really glad they didn't show us that in the trailer is what I'm saying. Yeah, and the the other funny thing I got that was a little bit more adult humor was, you know, Freddie convinces him to go into the nudie bar, and he comes back out 15 minutes later, he goes, what happened to all the money? He goes, 
I, I, I gave it to them. Yeah. <laughs> like little yeah. kids. They yeah. didn't know. Yeah, they're very convincing. You know, <laughs> was, was really good. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I felt it was a great scene acting-wise. And I, I at first, I didn't understand why they put this scene in there. But I think the more I think about it, I think they had to put it in there so that we could close the chapter sort of close that storyline out. And that was the scene where Billy goes and finds his mother and yeah. actually talks to his mother, I think. And it felt so bad for the character. I was just like, oh, my goodness. This woman is basically telling you that she didn't want you. That yeah. she, and, and that was the thing that kept running through my head throughout the movie before they reveal who she is because I kept going, did she not look for him? What happened? Was she hit by a car? Was she, you know, did, did something go on? And then when we find out at the end that she simply just realized that he would be better off not being with her, it just broke my heart. And then for her to basically tell him the same thing there at his door. You know, that yeah. she's got this guy behind her that's yelling at her that may not be physically abusive, but obviously he's some sort of, you know, mental and, and uh, you know, uh, verbal abuse going on there. And she basically tells him the same thing. You're better off without me. You're better off going to that group home. And so we kind of close that chapter out because I think people would look for that as the movie continued. You know, if there was a sequel, they would be like, well, how come he's not still looking for his mother? Well, we know know why, because she turned him away. And that is what brings him to the family. And it's, I love that scene at the end where he's at the dinner table and he puts the hand in and, and he says, this is home. And because that, that goes back to the conversation that the mom and dad had earlier on, Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know about the, he's got to he's got to be the one who chooses this as a home. Yeah, well, it's also not to quote Joe Dirt movie, <laughs> a home is where you make it, and basically that's you know he made a home and a family with these people, mm-hmm. so that brought him in, which is awesome. It, it was pretty funny though to see Cooper the way he was. Mm-hmm. He was a little bit comedic, just as he always is in The Walking Dead, but he he had his serious side of him too. Yeah. Which was really good. The other thing that I had was seeing Billy's foster siblings coming together at the end, becoming superheroes as well. Mm-hmm. They all came together and worked well together, which was crazy. I, I I've been look. I was like, wow. So he imbued all this power of Shazam with them too. Yeah, and and that I put this later on in the notes, but I I, I want to bring it up. I ask the question now. Do you think they still have that power? Or do you think that was kind of a one-off thing because he broke the staff? Um, I think they they still have those powers. Okay, so if they still have, so that brings see that opens up a whole another issue. Then does that mean that has his power now been limited, or do they all have this? Because that's a pretty powerful character, man. I mean, I think they all have some of what he has, but not all. Okay, that's okay. my that's my feeling because yeah. if you look. Each one, like uh, the one brother, like Freddie had the power of flight. Yeah. The little girl, the littlest one, she was running fast. Yeah, yeah. And then the one, uh, this was he Spanish? I think he was. He was yeah. a big husky kid. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he had the strength. Yeah. Uh, they all had individual versions of what. Okay, Billy that's good. Had. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I think you're. I think you're right. So he basically, without probably without diminishing his own power, he gave them each individually in an aspect of correct. It. 
So that's that's really good. I like that. And you know, it harkens back to that conversation that he had with the crippled brother earlier in the show about whether you would want to fly or be invisible. Yep. You know, and so that's uh, that's a good that's a good pickup. I didn't I didn't think about that. It also makes me wonder if their power is kind of limited. Does that mean that we're probably not going to see it accessed all the time? It's probably going to be one of those things that would only come out in extreme situations, like the last fight of the movie, like it did here. Yeah. You know, or if they were in need of it, if yeah. they were in trouble, something like that. Yeah. We already talked about um, this. It did have it had quite a few scares and some really dark moments in it. So we already kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I love that they included Superman at the end during lunch for Freddy because he yeah. got beat up the last time because yeah. he didn't bring Shazam, but uh, Shazam shows up and he, yeah. he goes, "Oh, I brought a friend too," <laughs> but we don't see the face, so it's not Henry Cavill. They're just alluding that that's Superman, and they also mentioned Aquaman at the end credit scene. I think it's at the end credit scene. I forget where I saw it, but it's like, oh. Can you breathe underwater? You know, like that guy over there, and he's got the Aquaman shirt and everything. And, you know, they alluded to that. If you look, there was in a toy store when they were fighting Dr. Uh, Siobhan, when he was fighting and throwing all the superhero toys. So they acknowledge Wonder Woman. They acknowledge Batman. They acknowledge Superman. If you looked at all the toys, they're from Justice League. Yeah. So does that, that raises a question. Do you think that they're going to add this character to the, the greater DCU universe or has that already been announced? Is there going to be, I mean, is there going to be a Justice League 2 or is there, you know, I I know there's negotiations between uh, Cavill and whether Affleck's going to continue playing Batman or not, or have have they already chosen a new Batman? I don't remember. I think they alluded to that just so that it's there if it ever comes out, because if they don't have another Justice League movie or mm-hmm. have another Superman movie with Cavill or whatever or have anything relating to the Justice League. Yeah. They could say, well, it's in the same universe they have met and they didn't use a face this time. So yeah. they don't have, oh, all we saw was the suit in his chest. Right. And that was okay. it, you know? Okay. So, yeah, and, and I think with, with the fact of, with the Marvel Universe being so so huge and making so much money it makes you wonder if dc is going to be able to pull off what marvel and disney have done nah i don't it's funny though it's like i read about it two days ago and i was having a discussion with somebody and somebody looked it up and they said literally that disney has only had a part of marvel for the past five or six years right and think about it marvel has already created this and then disney just bought it out Mm -hmm. and yeah, they're the ones that are in charge. They're the big boss, but Marvel created it, and a lot of those writers and Kevin Feige is still, you know, the big man. Yeah, so we're gonna have to see. Yeah, we're gonna have to see what happens in the future. I mean, we know, like you said, Disney has bought out the plan, Marvel's whole phase, you know, continuing phases thing, and whether they're gonna follow that to the letter or not remains to be seen. I think that DC needs to have a Kevin Feige of their own. Who? Yeah could guide it but they just haven't found that creature yet yeah exactly so uh the only other thing i would have would be i love that we got to see dr savan become who he is in the beginning of the movie like with the car scene and then we figure it out later on he's part of this procedure of looking for the symbols for the doors and all that stuff with the testing yeah because he wants to go back to that cave 
Yeah, that was interesting because obviously, you know, what this has been going on for years, he's been searching for this because nobody believed him. And it, it almost was like the, the, the thought I had was because he was so bitter towards his brother and his father that it was more than just them blaming him for his father being paralyzed. They had basically pushed him over kind of into a corner and just given him money and just, okay, you work your little side project of trying to find these in people who have seen these symbols and, and this wizard who have talked to this wizard, even though we don't believe it actually happened, we're going to throw money at you. And we're going to, because obviously, I mean, he had a big compound there that and had a lot of people and employees that were searching the world to try to find these people, you know, who have had this experience. And, and so I, it, that's the impression I got though, was that it was kind of like pushed to the corner kind of thing of, of, Oh, you, you just be over there and do your, do your thing and, and we'll we'll give you money to have it done, but stay out of our face, you know. Yeah, definitely. So we got a couple of quotes here, and uh, I like uh, the first one we've got is when the the bullies, uh, you know, when when earlier in the movie when the bullies run into Freddy, they make a comment about that the dent won't buff out to, that came from his his little crutch, but then later when Shazam smashes their car, Freddy gets the chance to say, you know. I don't think that's going to buff out. So, yeah, so that was really good. Yeah, it was. And I love when, you know, it's like it was just after the burglary and, in, you know, that whole scene with they're trying to get beer and then something happens. He goes, go out there. And then Freddy <laughs> tells him, go out there. Okay. And they start shooting. He goes, you're, you're bullet immunization. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> and then he, he goes, he goes, well, how do we know you truly are? Maybe it's just a shoot. Shoot for his head. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Shoot him in the face. Yeah, shoot me in the face. Wait, no, don't. <laughs> and, yeah. and he goes, and then you're dead. And yeah. then, you know, which makes me laugh because I'm thinking, well, he he stole Freddy's Superman bullet. Yeah. And you would think it's like Freddy would just go down there and start pulling up the bullets yeah. that were shot to Shazantel to sell yeah. on eBay or something or to hold on to. Yeah, I was a little surprised at that, too, when he dropped that bullet that he didn't just grab the grate and pull it up because you would think he wouldn't know his own strength. He would have just grabbed the grate and pulled it up and then tried to reach down in there. And obviously, I mean, it probably fell too far for him to get, but it's it still, that was the only thing that I was kind of, I went, why didn't he just try to get it? Like he didn't even try. It just fell down the grate and he was like, Oh, stupid adult hands, you know? <laughs> and, and <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And it is funny though. After the robbery scene though, it's like you see them walking out and he goes, sorry about your window, but you're welcome for not getting robbed. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and that girl, that girl just kind of looking at him when he was like, he was like trying to do that whole adult British accent. And, you know, I'd like to have some of your finest beer, please. You know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's like so many good points, too, especially yeah, yeah. throughout the whole movie. You, you could go on and on. And, every, and the jokes were there and they were there for the right time, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are other movies where it's just like, oh, oh God, no, yeah. no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It definitely had some great, some great comedy moments. I, I liked when, uh, you know, when when the lights go out initially, when he when he shoots the power, uh, the power box, and or no, it's it's when he's in the house when the power comes back on, and then he's in the house and he realizes that all he has to do is say Shazam, which was another thing that I was like, you would think that he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't try that. He hadn't tried that already. Like, yeah. but I guess he wasn't a superhero kind of guy. He didn't, you know, think about that. And I was kind of surprised that maybe Freddie didn't think about that when, 
because he obviously told Freddie the whole story about the wizard. Because when when um, Billy started to tell the sister about the wizard, Freddie's like, maybe, maybe we won't mention the wizard yet. You know, we don't want to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it, you would think that he would have already tried that saying the name again. But, you know, when he when he said when he finally does say the name again, and he reverts back uh, to Billy. It blows out the power in the house. And uh, Rosa, the wife, looks at, at uh, Cooper Andrews and he's like, all I did was was screw in a light bulb, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thinking that he had done it. So, yeah. And plus, th- there was a cool scene at the end when they get to where when you see all the statues go back to where they were, the seven deadly sins go back to statues <laughs> and you look and Freddie goes, you know what this looks like here? <laughs> yeah. And then Billy goes and they're both in their their superhero looks. And he goes, it's a lair. Yeah. And, they, and meanwhile, what? How long ago in the movie they were looking to get a loan to get a lair? Get a lair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a lair, you know. So yeah, I think you're right. It's 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 pretty cool, and um, I'll be interested to see what does happen with those other children and their powers. Because I, I part of me thinks that it's going to be a one off thing. Part of me thinks that it's not going to that that we're we're not going to see them have those powers again. Yeah, but that's it, just that's my opinion. And but you know, we we don't know until we see it. And my feeling is, I, I like to live with the idea. It's like maybe they have them and they just show up one day. Yeah, in a movie. Yeah, could be. I have a a couple of notes. We already talked about the whole big thing. Mm-hmm. I already said it about the piano scene in the in the toy store because they actually, if you look, they stepped on the piano. Yeah, I thought that was a great homage to to uh, to Big when that happened. Um, when when Billy steps on the the keys and it starts to play, and then the, the doctor runs at him and it's playing. So yeah, that was that was a great. And I didn't I didn't pick up on it right away. It was it wasn't until a few minutes later that I was like. Oh, the piano in the floor—that's like big, and this yeah. show is kind of like big. So yeah, that yeah. was a good. And then the actual wizard Shazam talks about there was a champion before Billy, mm-hmm. and that was Black Adam, and that's what they were referring to, because there's going to be a Black Adam movie that's coming out, and Billy was, you know, and then he, but I realized he was referring to Black Adam. Which The Rock is going to play in another movie. They're already setting this up. So my hopes is that the next movie will be Black Adam and Shazam. That's that's interesting you bring that up because I I, I didn't I don't remember a lot from from the Shazam you know comics and, and and stuff earlier from when I was a kid. So I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I thought when he was when he was talking about that when we see that image of a younger version of the Shazam, I thought that was just a younger version of him. You know, because because they they make a comment about when he's talking to the seven the the deadly sins when he's trying to uh, recruit Doctor Savane Thad Savane he um, says something the, the the demons say something about the wizard is old and his power is fading and stuff like that. So I thought when they showed that image, I thought that was just a young version of the wizard. But that's an interesting point you bring up that it could be this other character. Now, was this other character was he a good guy or a, was he a bad guy or? From my understanding, because I was not a fan of the comics, mm-hmm. but from what people tell me, it's like a mix. It's like half and half. He could hmm. be evil and he could be good. Hmm. So that's why they call him Black Adam, not because of his, col- his skin color. So that's a bit racist if they did that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, he wears a black suit. Yeah, he's darker toned in color and skin color. Uh-huh. But he he does good, but he also does bad from what I'm told. But huh. I could be wrong. I was, like I said, I watched this uh, 
because as a kid, I grew up with a Shazam TV show in the 70s, like everybody else. So when I saw this, I saw this as, wow, this is like that on steroids with a Mm -hmm. lot of humor and a comedy in it. So I had to go watch this movie. And at first, when, when I first saw the trailer or pictures actually of the movie like filming and making of when i first saw the suit i'm like oh my god it looks so comic booky mm-hmm. and i'm like it turned me off right away and then it wasn't until uh i think the first preview trailer that we got it might have been before thanksgiving or something and i'm like oh that looks good yeah I- i'm gonna give it a try and then we saw more, and I'm like, I have to see this movie. This looks too much fun. And that was the whole point. It turned me right around, because at first, I'm like, oh, we got a new DC character. That's Shazam. Oh, he's going to be badass. And then I'm like, I'm like, why does it look so comic booky? <laughs> why does it, you know, <laughs> the lightning bolt on him looks almost like Black Lightning. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, but to give a little note, I I looked into it a little bit and a lot of people agreed with me when I actually were bringing it up on topic before I went to go see it yesterday. The movie is pretty much centered around the new 52 version of Shazam that DC did a few years ago with the comic books. So they redid a lot of their characters as called the new 52 because it was like, I guess, the 52nd year of, of DC. Okay. So they started changing them around a bit. Oh, okay. So yeah, they 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 it was like a reinvigoration of these characters and rewriting them or repurposing them. Right. Pretty much almost like what they did with Superman back in geez, nineteen eighty eight, I think. And I have that and a lot of people didn't like that because in that one, you know, Clark's father was alive and he had Martha was there. They they lived on the farm. He would always go back and forth. There wasn't that whole dynamic of Uncle, you know, his, uh, what was it? It was Martha and, I forget. Yeah, Ken. it's escaping me right, right now that yeah. I can't remember. I was ready to the, say Uncle the, Ben. The, yeah. But I, I'm like, okay, I'm still um, stuck on Spider-Man because I did that earlier today. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, was it John or something? Was it it's, Jonathan. It, Jonathan yeah, Kent. Yeah, Jonathan Kent, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. So, Jonathan Kent's still around. So, they try to do that again with the new 52. Okay. So it's like a re-envisioning of these characters, which is pretty cool. I, I really think it's pretty good. And uh, from what I told, what I was told, I thought it, it was a good idea. Okay. There are, but there are more worlds that they can go into because within that Shazam 52, uh, New 52 era, they're of uh, different dimensions. That's why we saw so many doors in the cavern. Mm-hmm. Remember, they were looking for the right door. Right. And they were opening right. up to different, oh, don't, don't open that. Yeah. Well, that, and that that thing at the end, whatever that thing was that he was talking to, the worm, said the yeah, said something about the seven realms. Exactly, so. and there's so many different realms, and that came from the new Fifty Two. I was told. Okay, so that it's it's moving on. So basically, we're they're gearing up for another movie, hmm. whether it be with Black Adam, and it would be nice. I think they're probably going to do a standalone movie with Black Adam, and then. They'll probably merge them both by the second movie of Shazam because he would probably be from one of those worlds, right. from what I understand, what somebody told me. Hmm. So, but that—that's all I had, really. Um, yeah, and I don't. Everything else, I thought we've already really discussed. So, I've got a stack of comics I need to read that I haven't read yet. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I, I I still have to go through. So, so basically, there. I have nothing really for comic talk this week. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and and there's nothing really in the news. Uh, just um, I would say just, just stay tuned. We are, are going to be wrapping up the Punisher here in the next couple of weeks. We uh, will see. We may have a supersized episode here in a couple weeks where we cover the end of the Punisher, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do after that. Yeah, and if those of you are out there, obviously Shazam just dropped. Hellboy is the next comic book movie to come out. It should be within another week or two, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we have, at the end of the month, we have Endgame. So we we have a lot. So we'll be finishing up Punisher. We'll probably go into Hellboy. Uh, we definitely have a couple of fillers if we needed to in the meantime. And then we'll, you know, after Endgame, wow, we got Spider-Man coming out in July. So... We're going to come up with an idea of what we're going to do afterwards, after Punisher yes, Season 2. hopefully we'll get an announcement for Jessica Jones Season 3 at some point. Yeah. We haven't got that announcement yet. We know it's out there. We know it's finished. Well, we've just got to get a, a uh, message about it. And uh, then, of course, we still, for those of us who, those of you who are listening to us, we still have not gone back and done Jessica Jones Season 2 or Luke Cage Season 2. So. Yeah. Yeah, we, we still have a little bit of material out there for those people yeah. that want to hear it because there are other podcasters that have already done it as it came out and they did it really fast. We're just doing this as our at our own leisure, but that way it gives you guys a different view because everybody has different opinions about these shows. So send them in to us and give us your recommendations for what you think we should do next. Yeah, exactly. You can always get in touch with us through our Facebook page or you can get through us through our email, which we'll talk about at the end. But in the meantime, we have a couple of podcast recommendations. What do you recommend? Well, I had so much fun. I had a lot of fun yesterday. Uh, Friday, I was able to, I guess, hosted with Kristen on House Podcastica, which is a Game of Thrones rewatch. They have uh, wrapped up Season 7, Episode 7, with me as the guest host, The Dragon and the Wolf. That should be coming out here uh, sometime in the next few days, seven days. I think they're a Wednesday drop. I think a Wednesday or Thursday drop. And then after that, they are going to do a Hopes and Dreams episode, and then... They're full speed ahead into Game of Thrones starting April 14th. That's uh, it's a week away, Brian. Brian. <laughs> That's a week away, Mark. I can't believe I just did that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a week away, Game of Thrones, and uh, can't wait to hear it. Uh, also, some good friends of ours, Avelino, Erica, and Christina, have a a autism awareness podcast that's called another piece of the puzzle. I highly recommend. I've listened to the first episode of this and it's really, really good. They are talking, they all have children that are on the autism spectrum and they talk about the diagnosis. They talk about dealing with it, some resources for you. So if you have, if you have a child that deals with that uh, is on the autism spectrum, or if you have any interest in understanding that situation a little bit better. I really encourage you to check out another piece of the puzzle, and that is on this network. It's on the next level, the next level radio network, next level online network, next level podcast network. It's one of those. <laughs> another another piece of the puzzle. Search for another piece of the puzzle. You'll find it. Another one we'd like to recommend would be the Walking Dead cast on podcast. This is the one that started many of us into podcasting especially Steve and I, and uh, actually bring a lot of our friends into podcasting on that particular network as well. As he mentioned, House Podcastica, Kristen wasn't a podcaster before she started doing that. Jason just loved her view of Game of Thrones, and with a lot of change that was going on with for the Game of Thrones podcast on his network, he just thought, give it to a great fan, and 
that she is, and she is the most knowledgeable person of anybody I know on Game of Thrones. So, I recommend uh, definitely the Walking Dead cast for Walking Dead. And to submit your feedback, we also recommend you speak to us. And the way you could speak to us with our in any fo- feedback form would be Facebook. So, that would be www.facebook.com slash panels to pixels. Another way for you to get in touch with us would be email, which would be panels to pixels one at gmail.com that's panels two to pixels the number one at gmail.com and if you guys could submit some sort of uh voicemail that would be great because steve does it all the time and look where he's at he's on everybody else's podcast including this one (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true You can hear Mark as co-host on The Walking Dead Talk Through with Brian Malosh on the Golden Spiral on Golden Spiral Media. They will be starting the Fear the Walking Dead Talk Through, which will be coming back in June. I believe June second is the return of Fear the Walking Dead. That'll be coming up. And Mark just wrapped up the Walking Dead Talk Through with a new co-host, Alex, and that shows that podcast should be dropping very soon yeah you can hear alex brian and i and alex is just a friend uh we tried to get steve but he was busy with house podcast guy <laughs> so so uh, so alex came on to, to be a third person because we didn't want to be too much of a negative nanny but i brought a little light into it brian actually had some light on the show too because we weren't really happy with the final episode but it wasn't all bad and but it wasn't all good either but uh, for a finale You'll have to listen to the podcast because Alex brings up really cool things and it does even out in a way. It's We're not saying we didn't love the show or we hate the show or anyway. We love the show, The Walking Dead. It's just that personally I thought it fell short of a season finale, but it was it reminded me of Game of Thrones. They gave us that second to last episode to be the greatest and then, hey, here here's the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I respectfully just uh, you, you know i know you did yeah I, exactly we, we read your feedback yeah, yeah exactly and, and i you know i'm uh i'm a, a huge uh walking dead fan so i'll i'll always uh, advocate for it but uh no i do appreciate you guys's uh view on it i can't wait to hear that i'm i'm looking forward to listening to it yeah it was pretty cool and if all of you out there listening you want to hear steve obviously you could hear him here and he submits feedback to various other podcasts just like House Podcast, Strange Indeed, Lost, We Have, we to, have go to Go Back. back. Yeah, yeah, that podcast here on this this network. So, yeah, he's he leaves a ton of feedback. So, learn from his example. Send feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And you can now hear uh, Panels to Pixels on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So, check us out. Give us a review on whatever podcast uh player of choice you use that yeah definitely we would love to hear some of those because the the facebook shows a five out of five on actual podcasts which i like but we'd like to hear more from you people if you're listening out there i I don't want to play pink floyd say is anybody out there but come on (laughs) just send some feedback we've had some on facebook and it's great to hear from everybody and their opinions so with that thank you everyone for listening i'm mark and i'm steve and this was Panels to Pixels. Good night, everybody. Good night. His name is Captain Sparklefingers. No, it's not. It's not my, that's not my name. Chosen one. Oh.
You're like a bad guy, right? You literally did the opposite of what a superhero is supposed to do. You're him. You're the hero. You're welcome for not getting robbed. I'm Batman. Get him back in!